Initialize sequence. Yo, what up? This is Prozac. This is Shaq's too dope from Insane Cloud Posse. Yeah, this is Reese. Yo, this be the one them called Tech Nine. What's up? This is Mad Child. This is your boy Spider-Man, a.k.a. Brother Lynch. Huh? Jared from Head P.E. Yo, what up? This is Hop. My name is Recognized. This is Boondock. Yo, this is Blazy Dale, homie. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of underground music. Catching up with Boston rap sensation Slain ahead of the release of his brand new album, One Day. It is Ned Slain. How are you, man? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm going really Long good. Long time, no talk. Yeah, it has been a while, man, but very much looking forward to getting into this interview, man, and finding out more about this album of yours one day. But first up, man, you're on the road in Canada at the moment. Have you been getting amongst much poutine? <laughs> no, I haven't been eating too much poutine, but uh, yeah, up in Canada, we did five shows, and then we just had a couple of days off. I went and shot a video, and then we got a show on Medicine Hat tonight. I think we got seven or eight shows left on the tour. Maybe nine, actually. Yeah, we had this tour booked before I knew my album was coming out on the 22nd. We had a Lakota tour booked already, so out here touring with the fellas. It's all fam. Has it been good so far, Slane? Yes, sir. Oh, that's nice to hear, man. And loving the track, Still Got My Gun, off the new album on the topic of that. Finny Paz, of course, Ill Bill and Riot Hook on this one. The bulk of your album is you solo, right? So I wanted to know, why did you choose these guys to be on one of the features? Well, I mean, I did most of the emceeing on this record myself. If you look at the track listing, there's features on about half of the songs, but a lot of them are just hooks. Musicians I work with for hooks and scratches and stuff like that. But as far as guest emceeing, I didn't have that many people on it. Spit verses. And, you know, as I got towards the end of the album, you know, Vinny and Bill and Bright Hook are all like brothers to me. You know, and, and I had this, that beat, and I had been working with some different hooks and kind of trying them out, and I had a couple of different verses I wrote to it, and I settled in on one, and then I sent this track to Vinny and Bill, and then they sent me some verses back, and then me and Right Hook wrote the hook together in the studio. You know, he laid it down, kind of brought it all together, so. Yeah, that song is, uh, it's a dope song, man, and, and, and I love seeing how much people like it. Like, it's my highest streaming song first week of all time. Yeah, man, I did see that, and the results are really already speaking for themselves there, man. It is a damn good one. But can you tell us about this album one day? You say it's a real sort of personal story. Can you let us know more about this and the sort of the recording process of it? Well, I mean, the the recording process took years for this one, really. And Mm. it wasn't even years specifically for these 12 songs, but it was just a rebuilding process, man. I had to learn how to do everything all over again. I know people know I got sober like six years ago and everything, but it was difficult to find the same level. You know, when I was doing cocaine every day and drinking every day, I worked at a fever pitch. I was recording three songs a day. I was, you know, I just had a certain lifestyle that was built around that. And as my life got into balance more and, you know, in my sobriety, I started pursuing some different things and, you know, definitely put more focus on parts of my life I had neglected in the past. And, you know, I found myself in a space, even though, you know, I put out Saint is Dead and we did a Lacoca album to then on Self Be True and me and Terminology did an album. I still wasn't working with the same passion and fury that I was. I started to feel like maybe it's time to move on to something else. And, you know, I guess over the past year and a half or so, like I had some difficult personal stuff to work through and I started leaning on writing again and going in the studio and and just kind of the process of recording over the five plus years 
I really had like a creative breakthrough and, and you know the result is like this album it ended up being an album about getting right with the past and that's kind of the theme of this record really it's about time and regrets and karma and things catching up with you mm. and you know trying to do the right thing and uh, hope you know it's about hope you know it took me a lot to get to the bottom of that stuff man and uh, I think when you hear it it's really far and away my best album I don't even think I have another album that's in the same league as this Oh, that is crazy right there, Slane. And unfortunately, like, it's it's always seems to be the case. These hard times do make for great music. Redemption just speaks for itself right there. And, of course, Still Got My Gun. Those two songs are absolute fire straight away. And I was going to say, man, you mentioned getting closer to your sort of goals and but then becoming harder in the song Redemption. Is that based on your sobriety, the, the goals there? Or is what are you referring to? Yeah, man, I think life is just a constant challenge, right? You know, and it's, uh, I think like in the beginning of my sobriety, it was great just to be sober and just great to wake up in the morning after getting a good night's sleep and not, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. not waking up sick and not knowing where I am and fucked up and my life is going to shit, right? So when you first get sober, that's good enough. But I think as time goes, you start to realize like the reasons, you have to get to the bottom of the reasons why you drank and got high like that in the first place. And, you know, a lot of it is like deep-seated trauma and old coping mechanisms that kind of have worn out their welcome. You know what I mean? And things that serve you as a young man that don't serve you moving into as an adult. You know what I mean? Mm. Different mentalities, you know, that you kind of got to work through. And, you know, life is fucking hard no matter how you cut it, man. I don't care who you are. Nobody gets out of this shit alive. Nobody gets out of this life unscathed. And, you know, I don't care if you're doing the right thing, the wrong thing, whatever. You're going to have some consequences. You're going to have some suffering. You're going to have some pain. It's inevitable. So um, I think uh, this album is like is a lot of growing up for me. Yeah. Oh man, it's just got me so much more keen to hear it and of course it drops this Friday and to those listening be sure to pre-order it now and earlier on you mentioned that you've just finished wrapping up a video slain. What can you let us know about this one? I'm going to have to keep that under wraps until I drop it but I'll be dropping it soon. I, I don't like talking about videos before they come out because I got to wait and see until they're edited. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh no, that's cool but you filmed it out there while in Canada, yeah? Yes, sir. Yep, in Edmonton. I shot up to Edmonton for the day and drove up there separate from the guys. They had an off day in Calgary, and then I uh, just flew down to meet them in Medicine Hat today. So to, we got a show tonight. Yeah, uh, that's awesome, man. I was just going to switch things up real quick, Slane. You are, of course, known as being an actor as well. I actually watched your movie Girl House last night. That was a crazy one there, man. Was it hard sort of getting into the character of Loverboy? Yeah, I'll tell you what, that was a... Uh crazy time doing that I mean I, I actually only shot that for a few days I went up there I was also shooting another movie called By the Gun at the same time so I went up actually I shot that movie in Canada too yeah so I, I flew up to Canada shot that over a few days I went to a pretty dark place when I was doing it and yep almost killed me but <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was interesting man is that something that you're going to sort of do more of or at the moment are you sort of more concentrating on the rap side of things or will we see you pop up in any movies anytime soon, Slane? You know what? I'll tell you what. You know, like I said, I, I kind of felt for a minute it was maybe time for me to move on to the next thing and, and acting and is definitely a part of what I do and what I'm going to be doing going forward. 
but I really put a focus. I, and I took the year last year to write a screenplay to study acting for the first time and really kind of throw myself into that. And like I said, I just had a, a turn of events, series of events in my life that really pushed me back to music. And, you know, I always tell people I enjoy acting a lot more than I enjoy making music. But music is a coping mechanism for me. I need to do music. You know what I mean? Like, I, especially when things get hard for me, like, I need it. Whereas acting is not something I need, you know? Acting is something I enjoy. I definitely yeah. know what you mean there. Lucky that you sort of can wear both hats, I guess, in that sense, Slane. Yeah, I hope to continue to be able to. <laughs> yeah. You know, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. So you're touring Canada at the moment, and you were here in Australia a few years back now. Is there any talks of you coming out here solo at any time soon, or possibly with Lakoka? I would love to. I'm going to be looking into like different touring options and opportunities for 2020, you know, after the, the album comes out and stuff. Yeah, hopefully get down to Australia. I love it. I've only been down there once. We went down with Lakoka in 2014. We had a great time, and I like it down there. I like the people down there. Oh, that was five years ago, Slane. Yeah, I, I caught you at one of those shows. It was You guys put on a, a hell of a show, and the wait's five years already. That's crazy. No, time flies, huh? Yeah, it most definitely does, man. Well, we'll switch things up, Slane, before I let you go. I really do appreciate you taking time out. But I wanted to know, man, you've conquered sobriety and all that, which is awesome, man. So what's sort of the best thing for you to do for downtime, just for you to sort of relax? I mean, I like to, you know, I hang out with my son a lot, man. I, I enjoy fatherhood and going to games with my son and, you know, hang out with my friends and all the same shit everybody else does, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I work a lot, you know. I work a substantial amount of time of every day, but, uh, you know, I try to keep everything in balance with my family and, and work and all that. Oh, that's great, man. So what games are you talking about there? You're a Boston guy. You're a big Celtics fan, yeah? Yeah, me and my son went to opening night Celtics against the Raptors. So the Celtics are doing good, man. They just rattled off eight straight. Me and my son are big Patriots fans, Celtics fans, Red Sox fans, Bruins fans. The four sports we really fuck with in the United States of basketball, football, baseball, and hockey. Yeah, I love that right there. Actually, last time I was speaking to you, Slane, it was right after the Garnett and Pierce and whatever had just sort of, you know, done their time at Boston. You were talking about the rebuilding phase, and I think they did it very well, and they're in a very good place right now. What, the rebuild after that? Yeah, not too, not bad, but we were hoping to really win championships with Kyrie and, and Horford and those guys, but I think, you know, Tatum and Brown and these younger guys, they're really developing, and, you know, Kemba Walker's a good pickup. Ooh. Gordon Hayward looked like he kind of returned to form at the beginning of this year, and then he broke his hand, so we'll see how he is when he gets back. But Yeah, that was devastating. He's one of my favorite players right there, man. But, hey, thank you so much for taking time out. Before I let you go, because I know you're busy, can I go grab a recommendation from you Slane it can be anything it doesn't have to be music I'll tell you what I've been reading this book lately called A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle I know a lot of people are familiar with him he wrote The Power of Now this book is amazing man it's like life changing shit I got the book and I got it on Audible so when I'm making road trips and stuff like that I throw it on my headphones or throw it on the, the Bluetooth in the car and listen to it it's good shit man 
Ah, that's awesome right there, man. We'll definitely have to check it out. Well, the brand new album One Day is out this Friday. You can pre-order it at slainofficial.com. Grab yourself one of the pre-order bundles. It's one of those little skelly caps there, Slain. I'm not sure if I could pull one off, but they look very cool. Facebook.com slain.official, twitter.com slash slainsworld, and instagram.com slainsworld. Be sure to check this guy out. And you've got a release party coming up on November the 29th, Slain, at the Brighton Music Hall in Boston for the Boston people here. Up Ticketmaster for this one and be sure to get amongst this new album. Yes, sir. Good to talk to you again, man. I'll talk to you soon. How? What? It's the underground.